welcome to Travel Radio. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and you might hear my little dog barking in the background, but we are a dog-friendly podcast, and the Amazon guy just can't stop ringing my doorbell. So, I apologize if the dog is barking, but to move on, welcome, Kelly. Welcome back to the program. Sorry, I should have said, welcome, Kelly Wright, back to the program. Thanks, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, so ready for Christmas. Yep. Yeah, so do you guys have any Christmas traditions that you guys typically do? So we are actually headed um, this weekend on the Polar Express out of Phillipsburg, New Jersey. So we cool. do that. Um, we've done that for the last, this is our fourth time. So kind of go do that, and then we spend the night um, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with our kids. Awesome. And we get up and go on a, to a fair there that they have the next day, like a big Christmas fair. So my, my family's in Pennsylvania. I don't know if you know this, but we, we, I've not done the Polar Express one. When we were living in Colorado, they do, um, Santa on the incline, which is the cog railroad that goes up Pike Peak, Pike's Peak. Mm -hmm. And that's like, it's cold, but it's cool. So that's a good one to do. But my family typically in Pennsylvania, though they are near Bethlehem, they don't usually go there. They go to um, the historic reenactment of Washington crossing the Delaware on Christmas Day. So if you oh. ever get the chance, it's intense, but it's worth it to see the reenactors. It's really cool. And they shoot the cannons into New Jersey, which who doesn't like shooting cannons into New Jersey? I mean, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kelly, would you take a second to introduce yourself and your travel agency? Sure. So um, I am from Staten Island, New York, and my travel agency is Right Destination, and I specialize um, in family travel as well as all-inclusive um, for couples and Disney, so I really um, love working on um, Disney. My, I have two children, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, and one of the things that you know we try to do every year, at least once a year with them, is go to Disney World. Um, and I, you know, I really enjoy making the fast passes and the dining reservations for my clients and helping them maneuver the parks and figure out, you know, what to do when. Awesome. And then today, what are we going to talk about? The other thing you love to do when you're not with your children. <laughs> going to Sandals Barbados. I trip just my husband and I, um, you know, taking some, some time away from our for ourselves. Awesome. All right. Let's get into it. Where did you fly from? Let's talk about the commute to the island. So we flew out of JFK. So I live on Staten Island. So it's a quick drive to JFK from my house um, early in the morning when there's not traffic. Nice. And then um, we had a flight. Uh, we flew yeah, from JFK on JetBlue. Okay. Um, you know, direct flight right to the island. Oh, that is really nice. Cool. All right. So then when you landed, what were your impressions of the airport? Is it a pretty modern airport or was it, you know, was it air conditioned? What did you think? So it was a, a lot of stuff down there is very just that open, right? So it was an open airport. You know, we got off on the runway type of thing, mm -hmm. quickly walked um, over to the airport. It's a very open airport. So it was, but it was a very easy, you know, process to get up through customs and everything and get our bags. Simple. That's great. Now, what about, were there a lot of salespeople? Like when you're in Cancun, there tends to be a lot of, I don't know, timeshare and excursion people waiting. Was, was there any of that? What was that like? So there was like taxi drivers once we got outside and everything, but there wasn't a lot of salespeople at all, I would say. Nobody really, we didn't get really bothered by anybody. People asked if we needed anything, you said no, and they kind of left you alone and 
you know, moved on to seeing if anybody else needed, you know, their assistance. Okay, great. All right. Now, what about um, the sandals transfer process? For people that don't know, sandals includes transfer to their property because they want to make it pretty much as seamless and easy as possible to get from, you know, your your landing place to their resorts. Will you tell us what that transfer process is like? Yeah, so in Barbados, the booth that they had set up for sandals was outside the airport, um, very easy to find, kind of got out and took a turn over to the left-hand side. There was a bunch of different, you know, rental car places and sandals was within that mix. Um, we went up to the booth, just checked in, very easy. They gave us ta- uh, tags for our bags, you know, this way they can differentiate what room category people are in. And if you're going to Sandals Royal Barbados or their other resort, which is Sandal Barbados, the Sandals Barbados Resort, um, they are next to each other, but mm-hmm. they do have two different check-in processes. Gotcha. So it was pretty simple. So then how long did it take you to, to get to the resort? Uh, the drive to the resort is about 15 minutes. It probably took us about. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what it's like for Turks and Caicos, too, when you go to beaches. It's like. You can't believe how short it was. You're just there. All right. Nice. And then when you arrived at the resort, how were you received? It was great, actually. So the um, the van that we were in, it had us and two other couples in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the staff members from the resort came right up to the van and sang us a welcome song, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fun. We got out of the van. They you know helped us get our bags and everything, and then told everybody where to go depending on, you know, their room category. There was a concierge um, section right there, so the people that had the concierge rooms went that way. Mm-hmm. We actually had a butler, so they oh, had nice. um, us do the check-in, and then our butler came and met us. Okay, so um, sandals with their different categories. All of the rooms, first of all, are they say that all the rooms are luxurious, and they call themselves the luxury-included brand. And I will personally say that that is true. I've been to, I can't remember if it's three or four other properties, but that is true. So even you get the lowest category, you still get a gorgeous room. Would you say yeah, that I that's agree with true? That. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, I've, I've actually stayed, same thing. I've stayed um, at four of the properties um, and done all different room categories. And I definitely agree with that. Yes, and then when you have, so then there's club level, which gives you a concierge, which is kind of like a, a butler for the group, if you were, like everyone that's in the concierge things, and they'll help you do things like excursions, and there's a separate lounge for you with 24-hour snacks and services and things like that. But then you bump up to the butler level, and that's kind of like above and beyond. You have a dedicated staff of two butlers, basically a night and a day, and you have a separate check-in. And that's what Kelly got to experience. So this is going to be cool information. I'm excited for this. All right. So you had an excellent check-in. You met your butler. <clears throat> were you given a tour? So the butler, we were really hungry. So the butler um, brought us over to one of the restaurants, Neptune's, to have some lunch. Because mm-hmm. we got there about 2, well, probably at this point, it was probably almost 3 o'clock um, their time. And um, so they brought us over to Neptune's. We had some lunch. And then he, as we were walking over to there, he showed us some of the different, you know, locations and everything that we were mm-hmm. passing. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat down and ate, and then he met, met us afterwards and walked us over to our room. And the same thing, he, you know, showed us a diff- some different things while we were walking to our room. Okay. And then did you guys have a cell phone? The butler hands us a phone, yes. 
Yep. Okay. So uh, will you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So the butler, um, as soon as we got there, once we checked in, once we got to our room, the butler handed us our phone. Um, that was our communication with either of them during the week. Like you said, there's one during the day and one at night. Um, if we needed anything, we'd be able to call them or they could contact us to try to arrange meeting up for dinner um, or you know meeting us by the pool or whatever we needed. Awesome. Now, what category room were you in? So we had the Royal Seaside Crystal Lagoon um, Butler Suite. Am I able to share some of your pictures? Absolutely. Yeah, because they were gorgeous. And one thing I liked about this room, first off, I like the fish art. I thought the fish art was really fun. Yes. So I think that, I mean, everything in the room was beautiful, right? Nice, updated. I mean, it's brand new. How could you go wrong there? Um, room, but it was it was gorgeous. Yeah, and I liked that a lot of, so a lot of the Sandals properties are this very, I want to say, like colonial, dark mahogany with the white linen, which I actually really like. But I think they did Sandals Royal Barbados in like more contemporary. So it has cleaner lines, but still that dark wood and the white linens. And I liked these pictures that you shared that were of the bathrooms and and just kind of, I, I watched your tour with the uh, through the room and that there was a lot of hard surfaces and if purely speaking as someone who has an issue with germs and hotel rooms and uh, like being able to see evidence of other people I like a hard surface because it can be wiped down so yeah yeah that's my own problem but that's why (laughs) (laughs) another reason I like the you know the sandals properties is you can you can always see that they're clean so there you go now, um, were you able to tour other room categories while you were on the site? But Yeah, I did go on a travel agent tour. Nice. Um, the resort was actually at 99% capacity while we were there. Whoa. So they didn't have a lot of availability for rooms to show us, but we did see one of the um, millionaire butler suites. Oh, nice. Which was really nice. It was a beautiful room, nice view of the ocean and everything. Um no, it was it was gorgeous. Yeah, and I'm surprised I you got share to see some of those it. Pictures too. Oh yeah, please. Whatever you send me, I'll put out. I'm surprised it was available because they're never available. Somebody must have dropped out last minute, so that's good. I think they were turning it over. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, what about when you were, arrived at your room? Was your luggage ready and like there when you got there? Yep, luggage was in the room right when we got there. Um, we actually were able to unpack our stuff right away, which was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of like to get someplace and get myself situated. Now, when you got unpacked and you were situated and you, you know, got into your cute little floral dress, where did you head first, the beach, the bar, or the pool? So we headed up to the rooftop um, mm-hmm. in the building that we were in. There was a, roof, there was a rooftop top pool oh, cool. um, and bar and everything up there, as well as the French restaurant. So we just headed up there and... It was a little windy, so we didn't go in the pool, but we did sit at the bar there and had a drink um, and checked out the area. Oh, so I should have asked you, what was the weather like for late November, early December? Perfect. It was 80s, low 80s the whole time that we were there. That first day, it was a little windy, um, especially, you know, up on that rooftop area. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know, perfect. It rained one day, Mm -hmm. um, but that was actually the day that we did an excursion. So, worked out. Ta-da. So what about temperature? The temperature was 82. 
83 degrees. Yeah, that is just about darn near perfect. And it's like that most of the year, right? Correct. Yep. Cool. Now, okay, so you did some bar, you did some pool. What about the beach? So we did do the beach. We are, my husband and I prefer the pool, but we, um, the last couple of days we spent some time at the beach. The beach is, you know, it's, it's perfect. It, um, they have all their chairs and everything set up there. They have some different beach activities, plenty of space for, you know, you can go walk on the, we walked on the beach to some of the other resorts that were right there and just kind of checked out that whole area, but it was beautiful. So is this a shell collector's beach or this is like white sand? No shells. <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> um, I guess it depends on what you want to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep. So did you guys, um, so for people that don't know, snorkeling and scuba equipment are available at Sandals included with your price. Um, if you need a lesson, you can get one there. There's something like $99 per person. You typically take it within 24 hours of arrival. Um, is this something, since you guys have been to the properties before, is that something you take advantage of? So we have taken advantage of some of that stuff at other properties. This time we did not. We okay. kind of um, just used more of the pool and and stuff like that. Okay, so let's talk about dining at the resort. Sandals likes to claim that they have very good restaurants and typically a pretty good variety at each resort. Um, how did you find the food and the variety between the restaurants? So the variety was excellent because you have the Sandals Barbados restaurants as well as the Sandals Royal Barbados restaurant. Ah, uh, there's an exchange so the on this property. Okay, okay. Correct. And honestly, you don't, you can't even tell the difference between the two properties. They look different. So, you know, if someone's really paying attention, you know which property you're on. But otherwise, oh. <laughs> they're connected and you can kind of just go back and forth. Okay. All right. So um, let's talk about, uh, so we said variety was good. What about um, dining with food allergies? Do you have anything that pertains to you? Did you use the food concierge? Can you explain a little bit about that program? Yes, absolutely. So I have celiac disease, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm unable to have gluten, and I'm very sensitive to it. So I get a little bit nervous when I go on vacation, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Prior to the trip, I did make sure that they were aware that I had celiac, I emailed them and spoke to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. And um, when you have a butler, you fill out a preference form. So on that preference form, I did indicate as well that I had celiac. Mm. Um, when we got there, I did go and meet with the um, the chef um, at the well, the food concierge person, mm-hmm. and they walked through all of the different menus for me mm. um, and what I could have at each restaurant. Okay. So. Rather than having to go to each restaurant and finding out, I was able to sit there and look at the menus and for them to point out exactly what I could have at each restaurant. Okay, great. And then when you showed up at your restaurant, had your butler already talked to the chefs or they just, how did that work? Yeah, so when we showed up, for the most part, the butler had already um, advised the waitress, I guess, that I had celiac Hmm. Um, and... Then they would come over and we would discuss um, kind of what I could have. You know, some servers were a little bit, knew a little bit more of it than others, but if they weren't weren't sure, then they would go and find out and come back, which to me, that's what's important. I don't right. want someone just to make up something that I could have. Great. Great, great, great. Okay. And then any, everything delicious or there was something you would say, mm, need to work on it? You know what I would say that for the food, everything that I had was um, very good. I'm a, also a picky eater, so that kind of complicates things when I have with celiac. Sure. Um, 
but there was definitely, you know, we went to all the restaurants that there would be things for me to have and I don't, didn't really have a bad meal. Okay. So all of these meals, all these restaurants are all included in the price. Were you guys, as far as celiacs go, some people also include their alcohol in that as far as if it's not, you know, they they need to have gluten-free alcohol. Is this something right. that you restrict yourself to? Um, and how did your husband like experience it? Does he like to try new drinks? What was your bar experience like? So the bar experience was great. One of the, and I do, um, with celiac, I do not have alcohol that has gluten. So I do not drink beer. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm careful about what kind of vodkas I drink and things like that. So one of the great things about having a butler was that they had Tito's vodka in my room for me. Okay. Um, they also made sure that I had cider in the room. Oh, nice. Um, and some of the bars also had cider. And actually while we were there, the bars all started to carry Tito's. Okay. Which I was think not that the case new, before. Yeah, I think it's a new brand, brand new. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Sandals... It literally happened while we were there. That's good for you. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so the Sandals, um, they include top shelf liquors for all of their bars. And if you have a butler category, you get to request what's, you know, what to have in your room, in your room uh, mini fridge, mini bar. Um, they don't carry all brands, but they'll tell you what they have. I do know that for people with celiacs, if you want a specific gluten-free beer because they are still paying a lot of import taxes, X, Y, and Z, if there's something specific you want, you need to order it early, and they, they do have to charge you for it. So if you can find things that you like on the property that are already there, like go to town, it's all included. But if you're specifically ordering something that they don't normally carry, that will be an extra charge. I know that from some of the, my past guests that I've sent there. Okay, what about nightlife? Did you get to experience any nightlife while you were there? So we did. So we did. Um, we went to the um, sorry piano bar a few times. Mm-hmm. We you know we enjoy that kind of a thing, the sing along and everything that they have. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun watching mm-hmm. people. Um, we also they have they have different events every night, right? So depending on the night, we did some of the different you know events that they had. Uh, they have a bowling alley there. Oh, I didn't so know that. Uh, yes, they do, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, we did that a few times. But even where the bowling alley is, they have a actually they have a bar inside of there that has um, around the bar is a frosted ring mm. that you can put your drink on, and it will keep your drink cold. Does that make sense? I'll oh. send you a picture of it. I took a couple. That's but really it's on interesting. The inside of the bar where people can put their drinks, so the drink stays cold. That's really clever. That's really clever. I feel like Florida should capitalize on this. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That sounds like we should have thought of that a while ago. That's really smart. Okay. All right. And then also in that same area is like games and stuff. So they have outside right there, they have pool tables. And inside they have probably like four or five different places that you could sit down and play Mm -hmm. um, some electronic games and stuff. There's like puzzles and things like that on there. Do they have a Pac-Man? I went to one that had a Pac-Man machine once. That was cool. <laughs> oh, they did not, but that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a sandals property with a Pac-Man. Um, what about, you said you took an excursion. What did you do? Yes. So we went on the Caves and Critters tour. Hmm. So we went and saw the, the Caves, which was really cool. Um, it was an all-day tour, probably left around 10 o'clock, and we got back around 4. Wow, yeah. Um, so it was actually the perfect day. I think I said this before because it was rainy that day. 
Oh yeah, it was nice to go into the caves when Perfect. it was raining. So Same temperature in there, no problem. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then we went to the critters part, which is where you can see the monkeys and everything be fed. So at two o'clock every day, they feed the monkeys, um, and they all, you know, they have they can roam around wherever they want, but they all come to this one location because they know they're going to be eating. Mm-hmm. And it was monkeys and the deer and the turtles all together, all eating. Oh, wow. Um, it was fun to watch. So let me ask you, okay, so let me ask this question. What about, uh, okay, so excursion, you would recommend this, this is not something accessible. People with wheelchairs cannot do this. Correct. Okay. Let me ask you about the resort then. How accessible is the resort? So there were people there that um, had wheelchairs, and I actually thought it was great at one point. There was a woman on the beach. They had a wheelchair for the beach, and she was, you know, someone was pushing her around on this, but it had, like, oh. the big tires and everything. Awesome. Um, and she was, you know, having a great time, and she was so excited that she was able to be on the beach with it. Yeah, that is really awesome. Um, and while I'm thinking about people with, you know, additional needs, um, and this is not a sandals observation, this is a beaches observation, they do offer autism-trained, um, like, guides or aids if you need that for a, a child with autism. So just in my knowledge of their properties, that's something to think about if you wanted a family experience. Um, what about spa treatments? Did you get to hit up the spa at all? We did. We did a couple's massage. We always try to do one of those when we're mm. um, on property, and it was amazing. <laughs> I don't want to miss anything. Is there anything else that is in your mind that you want to talk about that I haven't covered? So absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more, I guess, about the butler part. Yeah, great. Um, so there's a couple of things that I definitely wanted to hit on. One was that with the butlers, they make all of your reservations for you. So when we arrived, we had a list of what our dinner um, restaurants and what plans were we had for dinner. Okay. We did um, change that a little bit. We asked them for a couple different restaurants mm. and um, to make some changes, which they you know, did for us, no problem. Cool. And one of the things that we really wanted to do is go to both of the um, Butch's steakhouses. Oh, yes. So, because they have one on the Royal side and one on the Barbados side. So, one is the Butch's seafood um, and steak, and the other one was just the steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one night, we, because we had changed a reservation, we got there on Friday. So, Saturday, we had. Um, made a change in the reservation. So instead of going to the Butch's Seafood, they brought it to us on our balcony. Oh, cool. And our butler did dinner for us on our balcony, which was really nice. Nice. Was it lobster season when you went? It was. So Barbados actually is always lobster season from what I understand. Ah, that's, that's a selling <laughs> point for a lot of people, I bet. I might have worked in that before I went. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, yeah. what else do you want to talk about with the butlers? So with the butlers also, you know, again, because of my celiac, um, I really found that it was great to have the butlers. They would reserve our chairs for us in the morning by the pool, um, and they would also bring us a cooler of drinks for us. So mm-hmm. it was nice because I get a little bit nervous at the bar, mm-hmm. um, especially a swim-up bar. There's so many people over there, you know, that type of thing. And it was nice to have the butler so I could... Um, they brought me over some cider so I could mm. pour them into a plastic cup because you can't have glass at the right. pool. 
Right. Uh, I was able to pour them into the plastic cup and bring them into the water with me, which was great. Um, they brought great. a fat and some waters and everything to have. And then throughout the day, if we needed more, they would check in with us and, you know, bring us whatever else we needed. Or we could call them because we have the phone um, and be able to do that. So how about tipping on property? So no tipping other than the spas and the butlers. So we did tip our butlers Mm -hmm. um, and we tipped at the spa. Ah, that's great. I think that's one of the nice things is to make sure you don't have to carry cash. So we did... There was some shopping that they had on the Saturday that we got there. They had some local, they allow the local vendors to come in and sell oh, stuff to guests. Yeah, great. Um, but, you know, because we didn't have any money on us, we had to go up and grab money from the room and everything, which was perfectly fine. But it's just, you don't have to worry about, you know, the money. Yeah, and they do it that way also, and, and probably less from a safety standpoint because... You know, they have all the sales properties tend to have, they, they're really mindful of their relationship with the local community. So I don't think the safety is really ever an issue, but I think that it's um, stress. They want you to be completely not stressed out. And so they don't yep. want you to have to worry about that. Um, so talking about interaction with the local community, were you able to participate in the PAC with a purpose program? PAC for a yes. purpose? Yeah, so we, we brought a few items with us for the pack for a purpose, and we gave them to we handed them in at the resort for them to, um, you know, hand off to the local community. Great, and uh, for people that haven't heard the episode with Matthew Walgren, where we talked specifically about ways you can uh, benefit the communities you visit, the pack for a purpose website is simply packforapurpose.org. I'm pretty sure. I'll put a link in the show yep. notes. Okay, great. And when you know where you're going, you can click on the world map and find um, places that are collecting things like school books or gently used clothing or medical supplies, things that they need for their community. And um, and you can drop it off at your resort. And if you find your resort on the map, they'll tell you what they need. And you just pack it along with your stuff and it doesn't impact your trip at all. And then you did some good on your way in. So there you go. Um, what else, Kelly? You know, we had a great time. The people that were the staff members as well as the guests that were there were, you know, were all great. We talked to, you know, several different guests from all over the place, and it seemed like everybody was having having a nice time. I'll also say, actually, there, um, you know, being having traveled to several different Sandals properties, mm-hmm. I felt that the age range for Barbados was kind of, you know, this was actually my 40th birthday celebration, so I would say... Oh, happy birthday. That, <laughs> thank you. I would say that the people... The guests there were probably, you know, it was a good mix. There wasn't a lot of younger people mm-hmm. and not a lot of older people. It was definitely a good mix of everything. Probably, you know, more 30s and 40s plus than 20-year-olds, yeah. but it was it was great. That's good to hear. I mean, I do appreciate, appreciate a Sandals uh, brochure when they have lots of different age ranges on the cover. Like, everybody's still gorgeous, they're probably like these gorgeous blonde Swedish models or something. Go yeah, ahead. we saw that especially at night at the piano bar. I mean, there was a couple there that had to be in their mid-80s at least. Oh, nice. That was there dancing around, dancing away the night, you know. And they were having a great time. They, you know, they said that they were spending a couple of weeks um, at that property. Oh, wow. That's good for them. Yeah. So, Kelly, what's your uh, favorite karaoke song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is my favorite karaoke song? I don't know what my favorite one is. <laughs> what did you sing on property? <laughs> Everything. Everything. A few, you, <laughs> a few drinks and you'll sing whatever whatever comes up. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Kelly. Well, um, I think that's all that I have as far as giving a review of the property and what your experience was like. I'm glad that it was amazing and that your 40th birthday was done in such a nice way. Um, let me ask you now, how can people contact you? So the name of my agency is Right Destinations um, with, a, with W-R-I-G-H-T and then Destinations. And um, I'm on Facebook. I also have a website, which is www.rightdestinations.com. Um, my email address is info at rightdestinations.com. So any of those ways um, I can be contacted. Great. I'll put that in the show notes, but then also if you are on travelradioonline.com and you see this episode, there'll be a Kelly smiling face. You click on her face and all of her information is there and you can also see her past episodes. All right, Kelly. Well, uh, Merry Christmas to you a little early and thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Megan. Okay. This is Megan Chapa of Travel Radio Podcast saying have a great day and a Merry Christmas. Bye.